You're listening to Daily Red, an InterVarsity podcast designed to bring you God's Word, read aloud with space to reflect and pray. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. These are the very first words of John's Gospel. He continues to talk about this word, this one who was with God and who was God, saying, The word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. In today's passage, the word has been raised from the dead, and he makes his dwelling among the disciples once again, except this time it's in a locked room. And it's there behind the doors of fear and self-preservation that the eternal word speaks the words, Peace be with you as he breathes new life into his disciples, just as he did in the beginning, in the garden. Open the link in the show notes or open a Bible to John chapter 20, verses 21 through 31 from the New International Version. As you prepare to listen to this passage, ask the Lord of peace to breathe on you. Again, Jesus said, peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, I am sending you. And with that, he breathed on them and said, Receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive anyone's sins, their sins are forgiven. If you do not forgive them, they are not forgiven. Now Thomas, also known as Didymus, one of the twelve, was not with the disciples when Jesus came. So the other disciples told him, We have seen the Lord. But he said to them, Unless I see the nail marks in his hands and put my finger where the nails were and put my hand into his side, I will not believe. A week later, his disciples were in the house again and Thomas was with them. Though the doors were locked, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. Then he said to Thomas, put your finger here. See my hands? Reach out your hand and put it into my side. Stop doubting and believe. Thomas said to him, my Lord and my God, And Jesus told him, Because you have seen me, you have believed. Blessed are those who have not seen and yet have believed. Jesus performed many other signs in the presence of his disciples, which are not recorded in this book. But these are written that you may believe that Jesus is the Messiah, the Son of God, and that by believing you may have life in his name. Thank you.
As you listen to this passage again, imagine what you would do if you were in the room. Again, Jesus said, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, I am sending you. And with that, he breathed on them and said, Receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive anyone's sins, their sins are forgiven. If you do not forgive them, they are not forgiven. Now, Thomas also known as Didymus, one of the twelve, was not with the disciples when Jesus came. So the other disciples told him, We have seen the Lord. But he said to them, Unless I see the nail marks in his hands, and put my finger where the nails were, and put my hand into his side, I will not believe. A week later, his disciples were in the house again, and Thomas was with them. Though the doors were locked, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. Then he said to Thomas, Put your finger here. See my hands? Reach out your hand and put it into my side. Stop doubting and believe. Thomas said to him, My Lord and my God. Then Jesus told him, Because you have seen me, you have believed. Blessed are those who have not seen and yet have believed. Jesus performed many other signs in the presence of his disciples, which are not recorded in this book. But these are written that you may believe that Jesus is the Messiah, the Son of God, and that by believing you may have life in his name. This is the word of the Lord. What part of this interaction between Jesus and his disciples stands out to you? Thomas tends to get a bad reputation for asking questions of Jesus in this moment, of needing proof. But in reality, he's the very first disciple to lean into the promise of Jesus being the word that became flesh. And as he reaches out to touch the body of a man who he saw die, but who is now alive and in the flesh, his whole concept of life and death is transformed. How does the physical resurrection of Jesus change the way you think about death, knowing that we will also be raised?
Thomas recognized Jesus by his scars. We often imagine and perhaps long for a life after death that does not include the scars of this life. However, in this passage and in the future we have in Jesus, the presence of scars is the proof of healing. So, what wounds in your life do you long to be transformed into scars? in the resurrection. May the Lord enter into whatever locked door exists in your life, and may he speak the words, peace be with you, and breathe new life into you. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Thanks for listening to another episode of Daily Red. As you've been listening to Daily Red, we want to just let you know each week there's a set of show notes that you can click on and follow along with the questions typed out in front of you. There's also links there to InterVarsity Press, InterVarsity.org, Adopt a Campus Resources if you want to start something new on your campus. So check them out. Daily Red is a podcast designed to bring you God's word read aloud with space to reflect and pray. Today's episode was read by Kathy Haug. It was managed and coordinated by Valerie Culleton, and it was hosted by me, Clayton. Thanks so much.